Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Free FM. And now, the Inland News Update with Blake Trover. Riverside home ownership is getting more expensive. CoreLogic numbers show that the median price of a home in Riverside County in April was up 6% over last year. That brings up the average cost to $375,000 as SoCal selling prices edged up to a record level. Across Southern California, the median price of a home is now up to $520,000. In Corona, a Monday night incident at the 9115 interchange claimed the life of a local man. The victim was identified Tuesday as Miguel Rodriguez Zarati, 31, of Corona. The California Highway Patrol says he jumped to his death from a freeway connector ramp. Your forecast today, 75 degrees in Riverside, cooling off to 53 degrees tonight, then heating right back up to 72 degrees tomorrow. With the Inland News Update, I'm Blake Troll. What if I told you you'd never have to make a house payment again? What if you could pay off much-needed home repairs and even create an income stream based on the value of your home? If you're 62 years old or older, you could be eligible for a reverse mortgage. Call Tim Harrison and find out if a reverse mortgage is right for you. Call Tim at 800-566-2475. That's 800-566-2475. Tim Harrison, branch manager, NMLS number 170960. Broadview Mortgage Corporation is licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, license number 170952. Registered with the Nationwide Mortgage Licensing System and registry number 813B544. Broadview Mortgage, equal housing lender. Remember, if you never want to make a house payment again, except for property taxes, maintenance and insurance that's 800-566-2475 that's 800-566-2475 it's not just a home or a car it's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your epic wing recipe and the three-hour family road trip to the tailgate party while other insurance companies just see them as bundles or combos state farm agent joe omlani sees your home and car as the time and memories you put into them joe understands what your things really mean to you and he's here to help you give them the protection that they deserve. Call State Farm Agent Joe Amlani in Redlands for your home and auto insurance today. KCAA Radio is proud to announce that the Tri-City Center in Redlands is our new home. We're fortunate to be located among some of the best businesses in the region. Among our neighbors are Ray Chiropractic, Brace Connection Orthodontist, Pain Solutions Medical Massage, Rent-A-Center, MVP Staffing Agency, Jenny Craig, Salon Centric, and many more. The Tri-City Shopping Center is located just off the I-10, between Alabama and the Tennessee exits in Redlands. The Tri-City Center is the mall with the heart. This is Joe Lyons. Riverside Municipal Airport would like to now honor every American who has made the ultimate sacrifice in our armed forces. May 28th is Memorial Day, and we remember Army Captain William D. Swenson, who served his country above and beyond the call of duty. On September 8th, 2009, in Kunar Province, Afghanistan, Swenson and his team were on foot en route to a meeting with village elders when they were ambushed by 60 enemy fighters who bombarded them with rocket-propelled grenades, mortar, and machine gun fire. Swenson immediately returned fire, at the same time calling in and directing suppressive fire and aviation support. Several soldiers were injured and killed in the ensuing battle, and Swenson repeatedly risked his own safety as he rendered medical aid, assisted in evacuations, and recovered the fallen. For his leadership and bravery, William D. Swenson was awarded the Medal of Honor, 
for service above and beyond. This Memorial Day, the Riverside Municipal Airport salutes Americans' veterans, honoring especially all of those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Riverside Airport itself, a Civil Air Patrol site, works with two universities offering aviation degree programs, tower-controlled ILS, six flight schools, and an A&P school. Riverside Municipal also salutes the city's own National Cemetery. To all who have served above and beyond, to those who have slipped the surly bonds of earth, a heartfelt thank you from Riverside Municipal Airport. Are you ready for a new experience? To see life from another point of view? New hope, new expression, new joy. This is your radio hour. Welcome to Viewpoint with Father John. And welcome friends, you are tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or the World Wide Web at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John, and I am your host, Father John Reed. By the way, you can follow the show on Facebook at uh, Viewpoint with Father John, or go to our website at viewpointwithfatherjohn.com. This program is listener-supported, so when you go to the website, if you click on the button that says Support, you can then contribute to this program, and help keep us on the air. All of God's children are endowed with extraordinary purpose and ability. I am on a quest to help as many as possible in fully realizing divinely inspired potential. Disposing a false narrative and embracing genuineness inspires clarity of purpose. My role is to help overcome self-imposed limitations in realizing one's spiritual potential. At tonight's Program is brought to you in part by St. Teresa Open Catholic. Si oh, boy, good. How about that, Martha? You ought to read this. <laughs> Open Catholic Seminary, progressive, independent, truly Catholic education for ordained ministry and lay leadership. For more information, you can call 1 800 790 9739, or you can go to their website at stocseminary.org and we're going to have some fun with some of this tonight. I'm having so much fun just trying to remember how to make my lips work, as every week at this <laughs> at the beginning of the show. By the way, uh, for uh, those who have served in the military, uh, we are giving recognition, and I think it's very important that we do. So if you've served or someone you love has served, I thank you, because it's not just the veterans that pay the price. It's their families as well that support them. And Monday, I will be in the city of Brea at Memory Garden Memorial Park, where we're doing the Memorial Day celebration. And it's a really good time if you want to come out and hear some really good speakers on what this day is about. There'll be some military personnel. There'll be some uh, people from uh, the political side, uh, senators and such that will come. And I'll be there as well to uh, do some praying and do a little bit of talking. So if you want to come out and meet me over there at Memory Garden in Brea, I would love to have you come over there, and I'd love to meet you. And tonight, I have my good friend, Martha Bass. Now, some of you are familiar with Martha. She's a uh, published author and also a workshop leader, and we're getting ready to do a workshop together on forgiveness, which is good because when I open that first commercial, I'm going to need a lot of forgiveness. <laughs> uh, but some of you have really fallen in love with her, so it's a treat to have her back. And we're going to talk a little bit about the workshop, a lot of bit about uh, forgiveness, and just things about life tonight. And so, Martha, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you for having me here again. It's a pleasure to be here with you and Gabby and everyone else. Always good to see you. And, Thank uh, you. Now, do you have any plans for Memorial Day? Actually, well, I'm going to be with Dr. Carol Bliss yes. in Long Beach. Yes. So we're going to have lunch and just you know, celebrate and be grateful. Yeah. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. It's nice to be by the water. Yes. It is. <laughs> I keep forgetting she's by the beach. You know, yeah. I knew that was her dream years ago, that she wanted to live by the beach. And yep. when she started working in uh, Covina and teaching at the Claremont Graduate Schools, uh, someone bought her some sand and some candles so she could at least... Really? Yeah, this is a long time ago. It, oh. it, it, so she could have the feel of being by the beach while she was so far wow, away. Wow, and she time. made it a reality now. Oh, she's she there. Did. Her she house did. looks to, you know, to the ocean. It's just beautiful. Ocean view mm -hmm. to the bay. So Absolutely. It's, yeah, good for her. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Well, last week, 
I had a guest that we talked about grief, which is a very important subject. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about grief, I think one of the things that's also important to talk about is forgiveness. Yes. Because a big part of our grief is sometimes we feel guilty because we're angry with people who have passed. We feel guilty because we're angry with God sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we're angry at ourselves because we feel that no matter what we did, it wasn't, it wasn't enough. enough. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think it's important that we talk a little bit about grief tonight as a follow-up of last week's bereavement uh, program. Um, and I think the hardest thing for people to recognize is when they're angry with God, because particularly in Western Christianity, it's almost considered sacrilegious to be angry with God and, and to have feelings that aren't just love and, and, and sunshine. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an arrangement. That's not a relationship. And, you know, we talk about relationship quite a bit when it comes to God. Uh, what were some of the hardest things for you to forgive in your world, including uh, your relationship with God? You know, it's important to uh, bring that. It's wonderful that you brought grief first, okay, because my dad was killed and murdered in right. Mexico. Therefore, uh, before even actually doing any forgiveness work, I have to go through the grieving process. Yes. And unfortunately, if we don't know how to grieve, if we don't understand the grieving process, then the mistakes that we do in the future become worse and worse and worse. But nobody teaches us that. So I'm glad that you have a show where you're talking about that, where you're bringing grief and um, forgiveness and the relationship with God, because it's, it's just extremely beneficial for us to have a different point of view and to understand the actual process. And like you were saying about being mad at God, right? I'm feeling right. guilty of maybe I should have done this or I should have done this instead. Um, it's also part of the process of grieving, yes. being upset and, you know, going through some tears and maybe feeling guilty and actually just just the pain alone. It's it's horrible. It is. I don't have any other word to, dis to, to describe it as just a horrible pain. I think that's a good way to describe it. Uh huh. And uh, so when I was learning, when I was going to school to become a spiritual counselor, and they told me about grieving and forgiveness, I was like, oh, my God, no wonder, because I did not grieve my dad correctly. We were teenagers, and we were raised Catholic, but not, nobody actually came and talked to us and said, hey, this is the process. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel guilty or mad. But So after I did that, then that's when the forgiveness comes. Oh, yeah. That's a And life... Life, life forgives us all the time. Yes. I mean, if we cut ourselves, right? Our body heals. Right. Right away, our body starts to do what it needs to do to heal. Same thing with us. So I think forgiving, it's an extremely, extremely important aspect that we have to learn. Otherwise, we carry that resentment. We carry that guilt. We carry that anger towards the people that did anything to us, and it demonstrates in our body and our life. Because we carry it with that, therefore our bodies get sick, we don't enjoy life as life should be, and we're always complaining without even acknowledging that we are complaining. You know, you, you, you said something I really want to hone in on, <clears throat> and that is when we don't forgive, we carry it with us, particularly when people have done things to us. And many of us have had really difficult childhoods. Uh, in my case, anyone who's known my growing up, we, we uh, uh, our mother didn't want children. She, we, mm -hmm. we didn't guess that. She told us. Mm -hmm. I mean, she came out. She would do stuff like I had one of my brothers. She would drive us from Ontario where we lived, drive us out to San Bernardino, leave us on a freeway on-ramp and tell us to wait there till someone who wanted children would come get us, and then she'd drive off. And, wow. uh, and, and a drunken stupor. Mm -hmm. And then when she was sober up a few hours later, she realized maybe the police won't look at this as good parenting and come back, try to find us. And then we get in the car and she scream at us all the way back to Ontario about mm -hmm. how we were ruining her life. Mm -hmm. We couldn't quite figure out how to tell her that, you know, this wasn't exactly a day at Disneyland for us either. Yeah. And um, in that house, we each of us dealt with that in a different way. Two of us went and we got therapy in our adult years. 
we learned how to forgive her because she didn't do this because she wanted to. She did because she was extremely sick. Uh She had really bad mental illness and alcoholism on top of that. Another one took his experience and perpetrated on other people. Of course. And just kept the sickness going. Mm -hmm. And the other sibling became a victim to the world. Everybody was out to get her. And I don't say that to be mean. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I love my sister. God rest her soul. But she was always the victim of either, you know, she had to quit college because the the instructor was out to get her. Mm -hmm. She had to quit this job because her boss was out to get her. And that they all reminded, all these people reminded her of our mother. Mm-hmm. And so she couldn't get to that point. And, it, it, and the point I'm making, it, it reminds me of Viktor Frankl, yes. who, who uh, wrote a wonderful book, Man's Search for Meaning. Mm-hmm. And he had come across somebody he had been in Auschwitz with, you know, a concentr- concentration camp, uh, concentration camp, excuse me. And Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He asked this person, do you ever think about our days in the camp? And the other uh, man says, yes. I hate those Jews, or not those Jews, those Germans every day. I think of them and I damned them to hell every day. And Viktor Frankl said to him, then you're still their prisoner. Yeah, definitely. And... As long as I was angry with my mother, and I couldn't get to the point where I could forgive her and forgive me mm-hmm. for how many things I held against myself where she wasn't doing this to me anymore, but I was, mm-hmm. I couldn't have peace. Yeah. Um, now, I know you, you do uh, uh, coaching with people, spiritual coaching, mm-hmm. and so I would guess that you get some of these cases. What, what do you do with those cases? The first thing is to recognize where we are at. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to feel resentment and angry for whatever happened. Right. And um, also it's important to know that forgiving doesn't mean that you're saying that it's okay what they did to you. Right. Because I think sometimes we have that little misunderstanding that forgiving someone means that it's okay what they did to us. You're condoning it. Yeah, and and maybe it, you have to be with them again or you have to allow them to be in your life. And that it's not, the, you know, that's not the point. You forgive, you understand that it's not okay. You forgive for you, not for them. Right. And, you ha- and you are able to set boundaries and say, enough. I don't, you know, I don't need you here. It's not a healthy relationship, but I forgive you because I love myself enough to go on and have a better life because we deserve better. We're here to enjoy life. Uh, once again, I'm not saying that life is just, you know, perfect and all sugar, but ups and downs, and we got to enjoy the process. But when we understand that it's not okay what they did, but we forgive for ourselves, it becomes a little easier. Right. We become free and we let ourselves out of the prison. Mm-hmm. I've heard many people say that resentment is a poison pill we take yeah. expecting the other person to die. Yeah. And not only we are poisoning ourselves, our bodies, our cells, we don't uh, enjoy, you know, life and everything because you always have that little voice in there that it's carrying that. Always trying to get even. Yeah, always. And it comes out into every area of our life. Uh, you see people driving down the freeway, and over to the smallest thing, mm-hmm. they're ready to run somebody off the road. Yeah. That's a lot of anger. And last week we talked a little bit that one of my theories, <laughs> many theories, one of my theories is that a lot of this is unprocessed grief, yes. unprocessed anger. Mm-hmm. And what you don't put out front sticks out back. Mm-hmm. It's going to have to come out one way or another. Yeah. Uh, pre-ulcerous conditions. Yeah, now, disease. It, it shows up at, as disease in your body. I know medical science talks about that ulcers are caused by bacteria. What we forget is that a lot of that bacteria is enhanced by our emotions. Now, that doesn't mean everyone has an ulcer. 
has you know a, a resentment they haven't dealt with there's some people who really do have just a problem with their digestive mm-hmm. system but there are so many more that the ulcer is the direct result of unprocessed stress and anger and speaking of unprocessed stress and anger uh, my board operator Brandon's looking at me through the window saying hey, we're coming up to a commercial <laughs> and so if I, I don't take the break I'm going to have to deal with anger and resentment but and we'll he, be back. He's the man right? with the buttons. Uh-huh. We'll see you in two minutes. <laughs> KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station, where your business comes first. The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website, www.4pfp.org. www.4pfp, as in personalfuneralplanning.org. Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning, veteran-owned and operated, helping you plan a personal, lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org. This is Joe Lyons. Gateway Pet Cemetery in San Bernardino joins us now in a salute to the Medal of Honor winners on this Memorial Day. May 28th is Memorial Day, and we remember Marine Private First Class Arthur J. Jackson, who served his country above and beyond the call of duty. On September 18th, 1944, in the island of Peleliu in the Palau Group, PFC Jackson and his platoon came under heavy fire from fortified Japanese positions. Jackson moved forward and attacked a pillbox, first with automatic fire and then with grenades and explosives, demolishing the structure and killing around 35 enemy soldiers. He then continued under intense fire to charge one enemy position after another, in all taking out 12 pillboxes and 50 Japanese soldiers. For his exemplary determination and bravery under fire, Arthur J. Jackson was awarded the Medal of Honor for service above and beyond. Gateway Pet Cemetery salutes our nation's service animals, from the gallant war horses who have carried our soldiers into battle, to the bomb-sniffing dogs protecting our troops in the Middle East. Service animals have stood bravely alongside those who have defended our nation. Like their human counterparts, many have made the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom. As we all remember those who have fallen, Gateway remembers the animals who have also fallen to help make our nation strong. Gateway Pet Cemetery, serving you today for tomorrow's peace of mind. And welcome back. You are tuned to KCAA Radio, 10.50 a.m., 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or the World Wide Web at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John, and I am your host, Father John Reed, and I have my guest tonight, Martha Bass, who's a good friend, and we're having a great time tonight. I can't tell you the joke she tells me during the commercial, (laughs) though. I'll tell you, it's it's, it's rough, and we're going to really have to practice forgiveness tonight. (laughs) And I'm sitting far enough she can't sock me for that. So, uh, so welcome back, Martha. Uh, thank and, you. Uh, you know, we're talking about the importance of learning how to process our feelings. And, and um, when we don't, we become victims to the world. Yes. And I've run across people, and I'm sure you have as well, that are almost, it's like they're almost looking for a fight with everyone they come in contact mm-hmm. with. And they know for sure that your whole motive of dealing with them is for you to do them over, get something over on them. Mm-hmm. And my experience has been, usually these are people who have not been able to forgive, who are so angry that they don't even know who they're angry at anymore. Yes. And you said something very important I want to hone in on. Forgiveness is not endorsing what somebody did. It's, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not saying it's okay. Correct. It's saying, I forego getting even. 
I choose to be free from this. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, two people are freed up, the other person and us. And um, I, I have a friend who used to tell a, a, a story uh, that go like this, that someone is drowning in the oceans of life and the people like you and I, spiritual coaches and priests and clergy of all kinds, they're in a boat of serenity and peace and, and recovery of life. And the person's in the water and we throw them a life preserver, some of these spiritual principles, and they grab onto the life preserver with one arm, but in the other arm they have this huge rock, which is this resentment they can't forgive. Yes. And they're drowning and we yell, drop the rock. Mm -hmm. And they say, it's my rock. You don't have no idea what happened to me. Mm -hmm. So they drown a little longer. And again, we say, drop the stupid rock. Mm -hmm. It's my rock. <laughs> and so finally, the pain gets so great and they're drowning so greatly in the ocean of life that they let go of the rock. They just give up with a little forgiveness. They come up on the water like a water skier. We pull them into the boat and they look back and they think, God, why did I want that rock? It was killing me. Yeah. But we can't see that until we see that. And until we forgive, we can't drop that rock. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you help people drop that rock? Well, first, also, it's taking 100% responsibility of where we are at. Right. That doesn't mean that it's okay, once again, that what they did, it's okay. Okay? Because, yes, it's not your fault that what happened, let's just use you as an example. It's not your fault that your mom did what she did. Totally right. not your fault. Right. But it's your responsibility to do something different with it because it's your life. So right. taking 100% responsibility that... Yes, it's not your fault, but I assume responsibility to take a different approach to life, to have a different lifestyle, to bring a different quality of life to you and to the people around you. Right. I would so, agree with that. Yeah, taking responsibility of where you are and creating a change. And you said That's something real, real important, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, mm -hmm. but taking responsibility is not saying it's my fault yes, for what they all. did. Mm -mm. So that was a very important point. But go mm -hmm. ahead. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Yes, and... Also, once we make the decision of actually forgiving, I think that's 50% of the process. Yes. If we authentically make the decision, once again, I'm going to say, to do the forgiveness process from your heart, that's 50%. So the rest, it's being you know, aware and do little action steps because it's important. Little rituals are tremendously beneficial. Right. Definitely. And also um, understanding that whatever the person did, they had their own reasons. I'm not saying once again that it's okay. But Wayne Dyer used to say, if you squeeze a lemon, you're going to get lemon juice. You're not going to get orange. So when that person acts in anger, like you were saying, that's because they have so much anger inside. They're squeezing that limit. Yeah. I mean, you, it's, if somebody acts in a bad way, in an angry way, in you know mean way, that's because that's what they have inside. So imagine all those things that they're carrying inside themselves. So the best thing we could do when we forgive them, yes, we set boundaries, but we send them love. We don't right. have to like them. You don't right. have to like who they are, but you send them love and blessings so they could go on with their journey and maybe find peace and, you know, forgiveness or change their lives. Which goes into another thing. You talk about love. And my experience has been, I, I learned this from my, my friend Chuck Chamberlain, Richard Chamberlain's father, the actor. And Chuck used to say that love is a, a divine paradox. When we go out to get, we come back empty. Mm -hmm. When we go out to give, we come back overflowing. In Absolutely. fact, I write about that in my book, I'll Close Your Eyes So You Can See Me, that it's all about what we're giving away. Mm -hmm. And Chuck used to say, you are what you're giving away. If you're giving away love today, you're love. If you're mm -hmm. giving away hate today, you're yeah. hate. Yeah. Uh, it's all about what you're giving away. Yeah. Uh, and part of giving that away is we have to learn how to give to ourselves. Now, one of the practices I use with some people, because some people struggle so much with acknowledging that they're angry with God. Mm -hmm. And you talked about you have to fully own where you are now. And I truly believe that. And one of the principles I've used with some people, I don't have a one-size-fits-all therapy. But with some people, I actually have, actually have them write an anger letter to God saying everything. Don't worry about spelling. You can drop F-bombs if you need to, mm -hmm. just not on the air. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 
and really have it out. And then I have them come bring it to the office and I just listen. And what happens is once they own how they feel and get past the fear and thinking that they're bad because they have this anger with God, Mm -hmm. um, they now can go from what we talked about at dinner from an arrangement with God to a relationship with God. Yes. Because how can you love somebody you hate (laughs) that you're afraid of? Yeah, you can't. How can you get to love if you can't share your deepest hurt Mm -hmm. because it's not safe? Yes. And so I think that letter helps get to the forgiveness, making God safe. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? I love that. And I always, you know, make my clients, not make my clients, but suggest my clients to write and to journal and also those letters. Those are rituals that I say very beneficial. And, you know, you could... One of the things I like is to burn them, you know, throw them right. away. That is because you're letting go of that. You don't need that with you anymore. Uh, with different clients, I have them read the letter over and over until they realize, Ugh, what am I doing? Repeating the <laughs> same story over and over and over. Expecting a different result. Yeah. And another thing is to understand, because I have also clients that go, oh, you know, I don't need to forgive, but I don't, I don't even remember that anymore. But it's like, no, you don't want to talk about it. But right. that doesn't mean you forgave and you let it go. Not pretending it's not there, it's not going to solve the issue. You're not going to free yourself from that baggage that you're carrying. So it's important to say, yeah, that happened. Talk about it. Let it go and go on. Not pretending it's not there. That's not what we're talking here. Not sugarcoating or saying that, ah, ha, ha, that, that, that didn't happen. Very wise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I have also found, in order to forgive somebody, I don't have to have them acknowledge what they did. Because in some cases, they can't. Yeah. In some cases, a mental illness. And there are some forms of mental illness where someone literally cannot see their part in something. And they feel as much of a victim as you do, even though they're the perpetrator. Mm-hmm. And so trying to get them to change is taking action, hoping for a different path. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we can make anyone change. we got to take right. care of ourselves. Nothing changes until we change. And there's so some we pe- do the part for ourselves. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. And there's some people who are really toxic. That's okay to say, I bless you to go do whatever you need yes. to do. It just can't be in my life. Absolutely. I love myself and respect myself enough to say, enough. Exactly. Enough. I, you know, yes, you did that, and I bless you, I forgive you, and let you go, but not here. Not in my little space that's right yeah and also um we are we're able to forgive someone just in case someone has a question someone that passed already Mm -hmm. absolutely that's it's okay they don't have to be here anymore if somebody passed but i also believe that the more difficult one is to forgive ourselves right yeah Mm -hmm. but before forgiving ourselves we have to forgive others and then yes. the process of forgiving ourselves comes. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Mm-hmm. That goes right in hand in hand with, with uh, what I talk about in my book. I know you talk about it mm-hmm. in your book as well. Tell them a little bit about your book real quick, and I'll go on from there. Oh, yes. My, the, my book that I co-wrote with Dr. Carol Bliss, it's Love Heals. It's a wonderful, it's spiritual essays, little stories about the way she overcame her stroke and how powerful she is now and the way I you know, got into this business and my life on forgiveness also so you could find it on amazon or new list kindle it's love a good, heals it's a great book i've read it myself i mm-hmm. re- thoroughly enjoyed it yes. and, and we had dr carol bliss here on the show as yes. well and mm-hmm. uh so i, I want to make sure that we put a shout out in that uh, we were talking about how the fact that before you can forgive yourself you have to forgive them and one of the things i talk about in my book is love is the same way. It, it is a misnomer, and it is um, bad pop psychology, in, in my opinion, but I'm right, <laughs> that 
In order to love others, you have to love yourself first, and that's just as backwards as, very, as everything else. It's by loving others that we come to love ourselves. And when I'm focused on trying to love myself and trying to work on my self-esteem, the more I work on it, the lower my self-esteem gets and the less I love myself. Mm-hmm. But when I get lost loving other people and doing esteemable acts, when I'm not looking, life sneaks up on me and gives me self-love and self-esteem mm-hmm. that's healthy. Yeah, because it all goes back to, you know, like life is like a boomerang. Whatever you give out comes back to you. I thought it was like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> right, right. Oh, no, that's Forrest Gump. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep talking like that. I know I'm going to get. <laughs> it starts with the word snap. <laughs> but, yeah, so when, you know, when you when someone hurt you or did something to you that you just can't bear because it's so bad, if you bless them. If you bless them, when you let them go, you send them love, then guess what? It's going to be easier for you because the universe or God just gives you that love back. Always. It's the energy that we send back that comes back to us. Okay, let's talk about forgiveness and divorce. Oh, yes. Because that's that's a tough one. It is. Because sometimes... I was married for 15 years, so yes, it is. Yes, and that could bring out the worst in people. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen viciousness, so I've seen a divorce court. (laughs) <laughs> and some people can come right out. And I've seen where some attorneys really like to stir it up because the more angry you get, the more difficult it is uh-huh. to forgive. Because when you're angry, you can't feel anything else. Uh-huh. And while it makes the attorneys a lot of money, it's not good for life uh, sustainability. Uh-huh. And, um, and particularly if there's children involved. Yeah. I think it's important. Again, you don't have to agree with your ex. But you have to forgive them. And that also is part of a grief, too, because you don't get married to get divorced. Mm -hmm. So when divorce happens, and I think there are appropriate times for divorce. Yes. uh, I disagree with the church in this area. Uh, I don't ever think it's the will of God for somebody to be abused either physically, emotionally, or spiritually. Correct. That's never the will of God. Mm -hmm. Don't mistake ritual for spirituality. They're two different things. And so when we learn to forgive the, uh, the ex-spouse, that could be so freeing because until we do, until we learn our lesson from the experience, we have to re-experience the lesson. But when history repeats itself, the price goes up. And if we don't learn to forgive, my experience is we get the same soup, different bowl. Next oh relationship, yeah. we get a chance to try to work that out. Has mm-hmm. that been what you have found? Absolutely. And I think, you know, divorce, it's one, um, it's tough. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Because you are in that, you are in, in the darkness at that moment. You are in the black night of the soul. That's how you guys call yes. it, right? You yes. are Darkness in soul. that. Okay, you're going through the process of pain, and it's harder when you have to forgive when you're still in that process. Yes. And because, of course, you know, divorce, it's painful because there's usually love involved and kids, it becomes harder. Yes. Why? Because I think it goes back to saying that it's okay what they did. Right. And oftentimes, many divorces come out of a sense of betrayal. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to learn to forgive when you feel like you've opened yourself up to somebody, you were yeah. vulnerable, and they, they took your feelings and, and, and cut you to pieces with them. Mm-hmm. And again, it goes back to something you said earlier that I think is important. They're operating over out of their own sickness, mm-hmm. and they don't know that there's other choices that could be made. And, you know, sometimes people get together, and they just don't belong together. You know, two dinglings yeah. don't make a bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, and to understand that if they betrayed you, they, you know, cheated on you, or whatever it is the case, abused you, then once again, it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility to do something different with it. Right. Instead of creating a, a, an argument and make it more difficult for everybody involved which is the kids and your family around and one of the problems i think we have in america and again this is just one point of view is oftentimes i don't think we know the difference between love and lust Mm -hmm. you know people think that they're in love and they're really in heat Mm -hmm. as we used to say in my neighborhood you know and and we we've had people where we you know someone come in talking about how much (laughs) they're in love and we tell them 
lay down on the couch. Don't sign anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in love. You're in heat. Mm-hmm. You're going to regret this. It's okay to date mm-hmm. them. But because you think that that's love, uh, love isn't self-centered. No. Love is, isn't, isn't about what I'm going to get out of this thing. Mm-mm. Love is about how can I contribute to this great thing and make it even greater. And love, it's also accepting the other person exactly as who they are. And so many times, you know, we think we're in love. Oh, and they'll change. Oh, yes. they. No, you, if you really love someone, you got to accept them for who they are. Right. Exactly for who they are. So I think love, yes, you fall in love and it's beautiful. And I was talking to my friend this morning and we were talking about, I guess love, it's actually already when you're with someone on an everyday basis and you really understand who they are and you say, yes, I choose to be with you because I do love you the way you are. Not when you're in the honeymoon stage, because in the honeymoon stage, everything, it's beautiful. You, You know, you mess around, you have fun. But it's like when you're actually making a living that you realize, oh, okay, yes, this is love. I love them. Accept them for who they are. In each stage of the, the relationship, because there's several phases in the mm-hmm. relationship. You have the honeymoon phase that you mentioned. Yeah. Then you have the, the cooling off period for a while. And then you have another period where you learn things about each other. Mm. And then you discover the other person's socks stink yeah. when they take them off. Uh-huh. <laughs> And when you can learn that that's okay, I don't have to go sniff the socks, mm-hmm. okay? Um, but you see everything about them, and you love them from that perspective, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, that's a whole new level of love. Uh, that's where you're going. That is true love. Right. That is true love. That's because true. when we have kids, we love them unconditionally, right? And they still have stinky socks. They have all that, but we love them anyways. And that's what you bring in the relationship, loving the person for who they are unconditionally. But sometimes we want to love because we're going to get, or we love expecting for them to do something differently. Mm-hmm. And if they don't do what we expect, oh, I don't love you anymore, I'm upset. Right. Well, speaking of love, uh, Brandon would love for us to go to a commercial Uh, at this time. (laughs) And he's looking at me through the glass, and I I know that look. So we'll see you on the other side of the break. We'll be back. Wishing for a little more information? Alrighty then. You'll get it here at KCAA 102.3 FM Riverside. The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website, www.4pfp.org. www.4pfp, as in personal funeral planning.org. Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning, veteran owned and operated, helping you plan a personal, lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org. This is Joe Lyons. Guardian Jet Center now honors every American who has made the ultimate sacrifice while serving in our armed forces. May 28th is Memorial Day, and we remember Marine Captain Wesley L. Fox, who served his country above and beyond the call of duty. On February 22, 1969, in the Quang Tri province of Vietnam, then First Lieutenant Fox's company was attacked by a large, well-hidden enemy force. They came under fire, and almost all, including Fox, were wounded. Nonetheless, Fox continued to lead the battle against the enemy, personally taking out one enemy position. In the final assault, Fox was again wounded, but refused medical aid, choosing instead to oversee preparation of casualties for evacuation. His extraordinary bravery so inspired his men that they completely defeated the enemy and destroyed a large bunker complex. Captain Wesley L. Fox was awarded the Medal of Honor for service above and beyond. 
Today, Guardian Jet Center salutes the men and women whose sacrifice has made the American way of life possible. Guardian, the most advanced fixed-based operator at Ontario International Airport, redefines the expectations of the general aviation business traveler one client at a time. Single engine or cabin class aircraft give Guardian the opportunity to enhance the customer experience. The Guardian Jet Center is the gateway to Southern California. And welcome back. You are tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, on the World Wide Web at kcaaradio.com. Also, we're on YouTube and Ustream and all these other different medias and iHeartRadio. So, see, yeah. I do have art. <laughs> and uh, This is Viewpoint with Father John, and I am your host, Father John Reed, with my guest, Martha Bass. And... Um, Again, I, I want to give a little shout-out to our board operator, Brandon, who's doing a great job. He's become a really good member of the family. And, Thank you, Brandon. And I want to say a little shout-out to She Who Must Be Obeyed, my lovely wife, uh, Gabby, who's my yes. special producer over here. Who, Wonderful. Who Thank you. always encourages me before we come in by saying, remember, don't say anything stupid. And, uh, <laughs> so she keeps me right on track. And tonight's brought to you in part by St. Teresa's Open Catholic Seminary. Progressive, independent, truly Catholic education for ordained and lay leadership. For more information, you can call 1-800-790-9739. Again, that's 1-800-790-9739. Or you can go to their website, which is a great website. I visited the website. It's stocseminary.org. And if you missed any of that, if you go to our website, viewpointwithfatherjohn.com, all one word, there are different links that you can go to for the seminary. If you want to help support the program, you could hit the support button. And a reminder that on Monday for Memorial Day, I'll be at Memory Garden in Brea. Uh, that's on Central in the city of Brea. At 11 o'clock, we're doing our uh, memorial program and, and love to see you there. Come on out and I'd like to meet some of you who listen to this program there. And on July 14th, very excited about this. Martha Bass and I are doing a full-day workshop, 10 to 3. Is that correct hours? Yeah, yeah. right, 10 Pretty to 3. Pretty good for mm -hmm. a guy with blonde hair. No huh? kidding. You're uh, not kidding. We're doing a one-day workshop on learning how to forgive and how to do self-love. Yes. And they and go hand-in-hand. Hand. Mm -hmm. We and will have the details where? We later on. Later on, we'll uh -huh. have the details. We're, we're still securing the site. We believe it's going to be in Claremont, California. It's, they say, the People's Republic of Claremont. <laughs> And um, it'll be $35 per person. It's going to be a wonderful thing. It'll be worth your time. It'll be worth your investment. You'll walk out with some really good information. And lunch is included. And lunch Ooh, is included. by Gabby. And I don't know where <laughs> anywhere in Claremont where you can get lunch just for $35. So you're getting <laughs> lunch and a workshop. That's truly getting fed body, mind, and soul. And not only that, that they will be able to walk out of there with this sense of peace and freedom for them to start creating a totally different life. And if you don't like what you hear there, we'll gladly refund your misery. <laughs> so no questions asked. Well, we've been talking about mm -hmm. forgiveness, and, and that brings me to mind of learning how to let go of old resentments of a poem by Myrna Welsh called Broken Dreams. It goes something like this. As children bring their broken toys with tears for us to mend, I brought my broken dreams to God because I thought he was my friend. But instead of leaving him in peace so he could work alone, I hung around and tried to help with ways that were my own. At last, I snatched him back and cried, How could you be so slow? My child, he said, What could I do? You never did let go. Mm. And a big part of this that we're talking about tonight is learning how to let go. How do you let go of something that feels like it's consumed your very soul. Mm. So how do you do that, Mark? One of the things that I like to do is understand that our mind, okay, it's so used to holding to that story. Right. Holding the story of, oh, my God, you don't know what they did to me and the poor narrative. me and all of that. So when we are trying to forgive, when we're trying to let go of this story, that mind, it's giving us all the excuses of why we shouldn't. Right. 
because it's afraid to the unknown, because we are so used to being the victim that we don't know how to be a different way. And sometimes... We, we are, it's like, sorry, it's no, like it's losing okay. our identity. I was just going to say that. It's like it becomes a part of our mm -hmm. identification that we're not complete without this because it's the story that's been told for so long. What is the new narrative if we give that up? And who are we now? Yeah. Who are we now? So once we understand that it's okay to feel that way, then you feel a little bit more safe, if you want to call it that way, yes. to change and to create a different. Because our mind and our ego and our mind, when you're trying to change, it literally feels like it's dying. Yes. It literally feels like it's dying. And it wants to prevent every, every little thing for you to change. And I can give you a little medical reason for that. We actually build ridges in our brain so to speak certain routes mm -hmm. we call them ruts that in our thinking the neurons in the brain actually develop a certain path yeah neural pathways right mm -hmm. and they're used to this line of thinking and for you to change that is actually a biochemical change yep. you have to make mm -hmm. and i talk about this quite often on the show one way we ways we do that is with gratitude lists mm -hmm. And concentrating on the things that are positive, which we have to make ourselves think of. Good self-care, such as taking a day off once a week at least. Now, I'm really bad about that, and, and Gabby will tell you that. I'm really bad about trying to take time off. But every once in a while, she'll see me. I, I just will go up to the Botanical Gardens in Claremont or to the L.A. Arboretum in Arcadia and turn off my cell phone, which is hard for me to do. I'm mm -hmm. addicted to the crisis that comes through my phone because they need me mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. <laughs> part of my identity and to get lost in the forest parts of these gardens and just be where I don't hear cars. All I hear are the squirrels, uh, the four-legged ones, not the ones in, in society. Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, mm -hmm. and I hear the birds. I you get in tune with nature. I get in with tune with one, nature. With, you become one with nature with god because everything is god right so you actually do become one and just like and that's important because you're recharging yourself you're taking care of yourself so you could go along and take care of others right because mm -hmm. as they say in the 12-step uh, world you cannot transmit something you haven't got that's right and so you have to spend a little time to got it mm -hmm. and one that i do want to say before you know we're done with the show you mentioned gratitude that is the final step yes once we are grateful for what happened then you know that you really have forgiven not saying that it's okay that you say oh yeah i'm so thankful that this happened to me not like that but you're grateful of the person that you have become because you become better because you forgave you teach and you become someone else you let go of that victimhood and you become this person that it's ready to conquer the world that it's ready to become uh, whatever it is that you're ready to to show love to people and to receive more love that's absolutely true and i hear that a lot in recovery circles where people first will get upset because they hear someone say, you know, I, I'm grateful I'm an alcoholic. They say, why would you be grateful you're an mm -hmm. alcoholic? And then they say, because if I didn't have that addiction, I wouldn't have the life I have now. Mm -hmm. It wasn't pleasant. I wasn't glad I did the things I did. But I'm glad that that thing in my life created who I am now because mm -hmm. who I am now is better able to help other people. Without that, I wouldn't learn how to love. Without that, I wouldn't learn how to see people in a more authentic way. Without that, I wouldn't have the relationship with God that I have now. Yeah. It's like I'm never going to say I'm grateful that my father is gone. Right. Absolutely not. Of course, I, I still miss him and I sure. love him dearly. But I'm grateful of the person that I have become because of that, of the right. way that I accepted the situation and I now I can help others. Yes. Okay, I have learned what r true forgiveness is because that was not easy to forgive, to what true forgiveness is. And I'm able to share the love with so many people and then I see them transform their lives. What a blessing that is. And I want to go back and, and make this real clear to our listeners. Forgiveness is not whitewashing what took place. Absolutely, not at all. Mm -mm. True forgiveness is looking at it as In a it different really is. Way. From a different point mm -hmm. of view. Yes, like point of view. 
different point go. of view. Hey, nice, nice. You worked it in good. There you go. I, I'll have to give you an extra coffee mug for that one. <laughs> nice going. But it's true. It, we are all these experiences we've had. They make us who we are, somebody new now. Mm-hmm. And a big part of it is to discover who is that person? Who am I now? And with people I've worked with, and I'm, I suspect you may have had this experience too with people that you work with, sometimes they discover, well, I used to not like this food, but I do like this food now. Or I used to like this yeah. food, I don't like this food uh-huh. now. Uh, I didn't know that I liked surfing. I didn't know that I liked hiking. Or I didn't know that I liked reading. I've had people who used to struggle with reading because of all the pressure that was put on them by an abusive parent that they couldn't even look at a book without being stressed out. And then when they got past the forgiveness, they discovered they really like reading. There's uh-huh. a lot of good stuff yeah. in books. But they didn't get there until they completed the experience. They blessed it and moved on. And completing it means feel everything you need to feel, say everything you need to say, bless it because it had a gift to give uh-huh. you, and move on. Yeah. Also, one of the things that I like to do now that I, you know, forgiven the big things in my life and myself, which that was a big part also, like at the end of the day, when I go to bed, just go through the day, whatever happened in that day, and just say, you know what? Yeah, I forgive myself for that because I should have done, but there's no should have because time is gone. Right. So I, you forgive yourself, you forgive that person, and then you're ready for the next day without carrying that luggage on a every single day basis. At night, you forgive, you you forgive, you do your little gratitude list, and you're ready for the next day to and really wake up with that joy of, woo, it's a wonderful day. And it when, is. And when we do these other things, to learn how to say and I love that part of myself that does that mm-hmm. too. Because it's doing the best it can at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. love yourself the way you are. Yes. And there's a difference between self-love and egoism. Oh, God, absolutely. And, and we're not talking about conceit. We're talking mm-hmm. about a true spiritual love, agape love from God, mm-hmm. uh, that realizes that we too were created in love. You know, I, I go back to this quite often, how in the our creation poem because genesis is a poem six times in a row the god that created us looks at what god created and says it's good all the way until when it gets to man meaning man woman universally there it said it's very good yeah so we have a creator that creates and falls in love with what it creates and then we're afraid to be who we are what Mm -hmm. god created us because we're we're a once in eternity, not a once in a lifetime, a once in eternity mm-hmm. expression of God. Yes. And when we learn to love that where that is, that's healthy love. And that's that's saying, as God did, let it be, it is good. Yes. And loving your authentic self, recognizing that being the part of human that we are, it's being perfectly imperfect. That's right. So when you understand that it's perfectly imperfect, you love yourself, just your authentic self. And it's okay because it is very good, like you say. That's right. Uh And remember, we all make up the body of Christ. And even the Christ have to have a a backside. And so there's some people doing their job as the (laughs) backside of Christ. I know I'm going to get some calls on that one. That's okay, you know. Viewpoint with fatherjohn.com. <laughs> Give a little donation while you're, while you're uh, <laughs> writing me about how bad that was. But, uh, but it's true. You know, yes. And, and um, it's learning how to just be. And when we forgive ourselves for not knowing who we were in the first place, we can finally move on to who we were supposed to be all along. Yes, yes. And you said something very wise. We have to get rid of the shoulds because we should all over yeah, ourselves. There's no, yeah, there's no should of. I think that word should be out of the vocabulary because there's no should of. There's no way. It, it's gone. But if it's out of the dictionary, you can say should should be out of there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, for heaven's sakes, don't be afraid to laugh. No, don't that's a need. Dante once said that God is a comedian playing to an audience that's afraid to laugh. Mm. Laughter is one of the greatest medicines 
And I tell people I work with quite often, there's two things you need, vitamin L and vitamin H. Vitamin L is laughter, vitamin H is hugs. And you should have at least three helpings of vitamin H every day. I well, like that. Well, we're coming to the end of our hour, and I, I want to thank everyone. I want to give a shout-out again to our sound engineer, who's the best in the business, Brandon. I thank you, sir. You do a great job, and, and I, I'm grateful to all that you do. And to El Jefe, my wife, Gabby, uh, yes. who uh, makes sure I get here and make sure I'm well-fed. And, and I, again, I want to thank my guest, Martha uh, Bass, for being here. And I look forward to, on the 14th of July, doing the workshop together. Uh, Thank you for having me here. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. And we'll be here again next week, same bat time, same bat channel. My my guest next week will be Morgan uh, Lane. Lynn, boy, what is with my reading of games? I think I should come and read for you. Uh, that would be nice. <laughs> Tell me a good night-night story. Uh, Morgan Lynn, and she's going to talk about some spirituality and how to reset our life experience. And uh, if no one told you this week that they love you, let me be the first. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Craig Ebel. Join me Saturday mornings at 5 a.m. for my show, It's Polka Time. Start your weekend off with the biggest and best variety of polka music over KCAA 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM on your radio dial. Also streaming online at kcaaradio.com. It's Polka Time with me, Craig Ebel, Saturday mornings at 5, right here at KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.